Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Close Up is, I think, a perfect uh, project, uh, University of Michigan project, to present at the Wolverine Caucus in Lansing because we are uh, talking to local government, government leaders from every community uh, in the state, from you know, the upper reaches of the Upper Peninsula uh, to the you know, corners of the Southwest and Southeast, through the Thumb, um, Northeast, Northwest, every part of the state we're in touch with. Uh, so we're gathering data and uh, opinions uh, from uh, community leaders uh, that blanket the state of Michigan. And we're able to bring that information back to uh, policymakers and uh, related stakeholders around uh, state government in Lansing and uh, bring information that is just unique, that they have no other way to, uh, to hear these things. Uh, the survey program, the Michigan Public Policy Survey, is really unique in the country. Uh, it's the only ongoing census-style survey of every local government leader across an entire state. So uh, this is, and you know, again, it's uh, designed as a public service to uh, Michigan's communities, to Michigan state government. Uh, and so um, it's a resource that uh, state, uh, people around state government should be interested in because uh, no one else in the country has something like this at their fingertips. Although we are going to be presenting on one particular topic, which is local government fiscal health. Uh, again, because we've been uh, doing the survey for over 10 years and tracking different topics, we've touched on almost every policy topic that faces local government or the state government when dealing with local issues uh, that's out there. I mean, and if we haven't done it yet, we'll be doing it soon. And so, uh, so it's really great to be able to come to the Wolverine Caucus, talk to people about in Lansing about the issues that are really important to these jurisdictions in the large and small communities across the state. We're gonna present about local government fiscal health, which is a core focus of Close Up uh, through the Michigan Public Policy Survey, but as Deborah mentioned, also through a new project that we've launched this year, an ongoing uh, project about local government fiscal health. And the reason that we're focused on it is it's such a fundamental uh, issue. Uh, if Michigan's communities, if their local governments are struggling, Michigan itself is not gonna be able to get forward. Uh, and uh, it turns out that local governments in Michigan really are at a competitive disadvantage compared to uh, local governments in other states. The system of funding local government in the state of Michigan is broken. Uh, it's one of the most important things that we found in our decade of doing these surveys. And uh, that's important because uh, local governments uh, and their leaders play really important uh, roles in the lives of citizens all across the state, whether they are uh, helping to uh, improve local economies through economic development, whether they're coordinating on uh, how to tackle the opioid crisis, whether they're uh, working to improve um, the environment uh, in Michigan's communities. Uh, these are key uh, stakeholders. And if they don't have the resources that they need to provide um, adequate services, then everybody suffers, uh, certainly at the grassroots level, but you, you roll that up across the state of Michigan and the state you know, is holding itself back when it's holding its communities back. So one of the things we've found and we're gonna talk about at the Wolverine Caucus presentation is that over the past decade, the state economy has really um, done quite well. In fact, it's the longest extended um, uh, good economy that we've had basically in history. And we've seen uh, a lot of boats rising. 
But unfortunately, that has not necessarily extended to local governments. Uh, when the Great Recession hit, there was a, a small lag, but then a huge dip in many of the revenues that um, kept local governments afloat, both with their own property tax and other revenues, but then also with revenue sharing from the state and, and, and various sources. Um, they have gradually climbed to a better position than they've been in the past, but they have not kept pace with the excellent economy that the greater state of Michigan has seen. And so one of the things we want to talk about is why that is, which are some of the limitations that are placed on local governments, both in terms of the revenues they collect um, and in terms of the um, uh, uh, pressures they have in terms of spending. Um, and then also talk about possible ways that local officials have told us they would like to see the system changed so that they can grow in the same way that the rest of the state has grown. So the Michigan Public Policy Survey is a census survey. That means we go out to every single county, village, township, and city across the state. And we ask local leaders in those communities to answer the questions on the survey. And we go out to actually the top two appointed and elected officials in, this, in each jurisdiction. So for example, in the county, we might ask the county administrator and the county board chair to do the survey. Uh, in cities, it would be the mayor and the city manager, villages, the village president and the village manager. And then townships are kind of interesting here in the state of Michigan. Um, we've got more than 1,200 of them and um, very few, only a handful actually, have appointed managers. Most of them are run by their township boards. And so uh, on those boards, we get the supervisor and the um, clerk to answer the survey for us. And by talking to these local officials across the state, we actually get a sense of what's going on in their jurisdictions at a very deep level. These are policymakers who understand their communities, they understand the wide variety of policies that their um, jurisdictions are facing, they understand their own fiscal health and some of the pressures they're, they're seeing um, for those issues, and then can also give us both their own opinions about policy issues, and then also kind of the opinions of their citizens, of their board members, um, and can be a real source of information about a wide variety of topics within their communities. So we used to do the survey twice a year. It used to be a fall and spring survey, but now we're a spring survey focus. Um, and each wave, we always track questions on local government fiscal health. So we are always asking questions about budgeting, spending, revenue, um, uh, employment and uh, you know, employee pay and wages issues, um, uh, lots of different topics that relate to their fiscal health. But then on each survey, we also have small batteries that deal with other topics as well. Last um, uh, spring did a series on the opioid epi epidemic. We asked questions on energy issues and energy policy that's taking place in local governments um, uh, and a wide variety of other topics this coming spring we'll be looking at uh, election administration because certainly 2020, uh, the November 2020 election is going to be a challenge for a lot of our uh, local townships and cities out there. And so we wanna try to help the state understand and other local governments understand um, what clerks are gonna be facing in our cities and townships going forward toward this big election in 2020. Yeah, and in particular, the focus on the uh, election administration is because of the changes in Michigan election law that were passed uh, by citizens on statewide ballot in 2018. Uh, the citizens said that they wanted to uh, make uh, voting easier for citizens. And so uh, by passing this uh, ballot initiative, citizens uh, made it uh, such that now uh, we all can vote absentee uh, without having to give uh, any particular reason. We can uh, register to vote right up until Election Day, actually on Election Day now. Uh, if, a, if a citizen of Michigan is not registered to vote 
uh, on election day, they can go to their clerk's office, get registered and vote. Uh, so there have been uh, very significant changes in Michigan election law. Uh, and uh, these have the potential to uh, improve elections, but also cause problems. And so you can imagine if uh, a swarm of people show up to a small um, clerk's office uh, to register on election day, uh, are they prepared to handle it? And so we're gonna be asking these questions uh, this spring and we're in touch with the Michigan Secretary of State's office. They're helping us design the questions uh, and we'll be providing information back to them uh, as early as possible, even before, uh, before we are, uh, are fully analyzed and, and able to release uh, broad reports. And so uh, hoping to identify potential problems uh, as far in advance as possible and provide time to um, uh, help clerks understand what they may be facing uh, in this new environment. So that's one of the uh, one of the additional ways that we're uh, trying to be very engaged with uh, state policymakers and local policymakers to improve outcomes. And then when it comes to the Michigan Public Policy Survey fiscal health um, battery that we collect data on and have collected data on for the past 10 years, we're marrying that to a research program um, within the, uh, the center um, that is looking at how we can use that data to better forecast local government fiscal health and perhaps identify and and um, help target places that may be concerned in the future about where their fiscal fortunes are going. One of the things that the state government and then also local governments rely on is past data, past administrative data to understand their fiscal health. Audit data such as, you know, are you paying your bills and how is your cash flow? What is your general fund balance? Um, one of the things that survey research can do is use the knowledge of our respondents, use the knowledge of local officials to forecast and say, okay, looking ahead, do you have concerns two years from now, five years from now, about where your fiscal fortunes will be and where the pressures are going to come from? And so what we're hoping to do is be able to contribute some of that knowledge from the survey research and gathering the knowledge combined of all the local officials out there to be able to be more predictive about local government fiscal health in the future rather than just kind of constantly having to catch up with places that are struggling now. Uh, a couple of other kind of interesting aspects of this survey program are that uh, over the course of this last decade that we've been running it, we uh, have built up, I think, a sense of trust among local government leaders. We promise confidentiality uh, so we don't reveal individual responses. Uh, and we've uh, succeeded at that. We haven't um, uh, broken anybody's confidentiality. And so we've built up, I think, a sense of trust. And that allows us to ask some uh, really interesting and potentially troubling questions on the survey. And so uh, in this age today where government is not working very well, democracy in the United States is not working very well today, uh, we have asked questions of local government leaders that kind of turn the tables a little bit. So. Uh, there have been a lot of surveys across the country for decades about citizen trust in government. Uh, and what we have seen is that it has absolutely plummeted. Uh, uh, citizens don't trust government anymore. They have a little more trust in local government than they have in state government. They have a little more trust in state government than they have in federal government. Uh, but at all three levels, uh, there's a breakdown in citizen trust towards government. Well, in the Michigan Public Policy Survey, we were able to turn the tables and we asked local government leaders how much trust they have in citizens uh, to be responsible participants in democracy. Uh, for democracy to work, uh, everybody has a role to play, including citizens, whether it's voting, 
uh, whether it's um, you know uh, engaging with their policymakers just to uh, give them their opinions and so on. And so we were able to uh, take a, a creative approach to trying to understand better some of the breakdowns uh, in how government and democracy is working because we've built up this sense of trust. Uh, you can imagine asking a city mayor, do you trust your citizens uh, to be you know, responsible in local governance in your, in your community? Uh, they may not want to answer that uh, if, it, you know, if uh, the next headline says mayor uh, so-and-so uh, had bad things to say about their citizens. Uh, we're able to ask those, those kind of questions because we've built up uh, the sense of trust and responsibility in the way that we conduct our research. So by having this historical relationship with our respondents, um, it allows us to ask some questions that uh, that might get more honesty out of the answers than uh, otherwise might come from just a one-shot survey. Uh, and another uh, interesting aspect of uh, the survey program is, you know, in this age of hyper-partisanship, uh, we uh, have taken kind of a different approach uh, to bipartisanship by working with colleagues at Michigan State University. So uh, we say, we say, go, go, uh, go green, go blue. Uh, and so this actually is a really interesting approach where we do our survey of local government leaders. Uh, Michigan State uh, has, uh, for a number of uh, years, run a survey of, of Michigan citizens. Uh, and so we're able sometimes to coordinate content and, uh, and figure out uh, uh, what policy, uh, look at policy issues from the perspective of both Michigan citizens and from uh, the, the leaders of their communities. Uh, and then more recently, uh, we've collaborated with colleagues at Michigan State to launch what's called the Michigan Policy Insiders Program. Uh, and that's a survey of, uh, policy, of stakeholders around uh, state government in Lansing. So it's a survey of uh, state legislators, of um, staff of legislators, both in the House and the Senate. Uh, there are people from the executive branch. There are lobbyists and journalists and people from nonprofits working on state policy issues. And so now we actually have the ability to triangulate on the policy issue and uh, find out uh, what are the priorities and the views of citizens, what are the priorities and views of local government leaders, and what are the priorities and the views of people around the state uh, government. Uh, and that is absolutely unique in the country. There's, there's no other research project that is uh, looking at policy issues from this uh, kind of uh, three different levels. The main takeaway that we hope people will have from the Wolverine Caucus presentation is that um, local governments in Michigan have not benefited appropriately from this period of, uh, of um, sustained economic growth. Michigan has now set the record for the longest uh, stretch in its history of economic growth. And uh, you know, jobs have recovered significantly across the state. Uh, uh, many things have, uh, have kind of gotten back to where they were before the Great Recession, uh, which happened in 2008, roughly. But what we found through the surveys is that Michigan's local governments uh, have not um, benefited to the extent that they should have. And there are things that can be done to try to uh, improve that going forward. And we hope uh, to capture the attention uh, of policymakers uh, thinking about those potential concerns. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.